My name is Carlin Borisenko, and this is The Art of the Trigger, Episode 1. The Art of the Trigger is a new podcast that I'm doing, basically reading the articles that I'm writing on a new substack that I just launched. It's something I've been thinking about doing for a while. I want to really dissect how you trigger people and probably more importantly, how you yourself can avoid getting triggered. You know, some people, and goodness knows they already are, have their panties in a bunch about the fact that I'm talking about triggering. How dare I teach people how to trigger other people? Well, here's the thing. If you learn how to trigger other people, you yourself can learn how to avoid getting triggered when other people try to trigger you. Because you cannot trigger someone who does not allow themselves to be triggered. This is an important life skill. I might be being a little facetious. I might be being a little satirical. But this really is an important life skill. And if you don't develop this life skill, I promise you, you are going to be going through your entire life getting triggered over and over and over again by strangers that you've never met and never talked to. And this will just keep happening and popping up. And guess what? You are the only one that suffers when this happens. So I launched this Substack. It's artofthetrigger.substack.com. This is the companion podcast where I will read to you the articles that I'm writing on the Substack. Please feel free to to subscribe to both, one, the other, whatever suits your fancy. Let's get started. This is article number one. People need to be triggered. It's good for them. People today have no resilience and very little common sense. I used to think this was just young people. But no, it's people of all ages. Way to go, humanity. We are in the early stages of idiocracy. That's why I think that most people are in desperate need of a good trigger. Sure, some people might say, Carlin, you're a psychologist. You shouldn't say such things as they clutch their pearls. But no, I'm serious. Triggering is a game where it's your job to know their emotions better than they know themselves. It's a game of interpersonal insight. And when you trigger someone, if they are smart, they'll gain insight into what makes them tick. That will make them stronger. You'll help them develop their resilience. They should have learned from being bullied in elementary school, which was an important training ground for what the real world really is. You see... For those who may be too young to fully understand this yet, under 30, the real world operates like high school. It's high school with more money, more power, and better drugs. People go through this time in their 20s when they act like they what they believe adults are supposed to act like. Professional. And every level they get promoted they find that the perceived age of the people in those roles begins to drop with just a touch more immaturity at each level. By the, time, by the time you hit VP, people are acting like they wish they had acted in their 20s. When they wasted their youth, 
desperately trying to act like an adult. Here's the thing. Because the real world operates like a high school, I promise you, you are going to experience what you perceive as bullying. I promise you that you will experience social rejection. I promise you that you will experience disappointment. I promise you that you will find something shocking or hurtful or offensive. And most of those things will have no impact on you if you develop resilience to them. The way we develop resilience is by getting triggered and using that experience to learn how to identify when we're being triggered. When you do that, you'll learn how to interrupt the trigger by acknowledging why the trigger is occurring in the first place. Every trigger has a root cause, usually stemming from, yes, what occurred in childhood. Poor relationship with father? Trigger. Mommy issues? Trigger. Being bullied? Trigger. But not exclusively. If you experience trauma as an adult, it can come from that. The trigger comes from somewhere. It's the job of the person experiencing the trigger to identify why it's triggering to them. Then they can work on that. Every time they get triggered, it'll impact them a little less. And let me tell you what, if you get triggered enough, then eventually you will learn not to give a fuck about anything that anyone throws at you. And when you do not give a fuck, that's when you're truly free. Now, of course, you only get the positive outcome if you do the work on the emotional baggage you might be carrying around. This isn't something you can cheat. You either work out your feelings or you'll keep getting triggered by the same thing over and over and over and over again. Ignoring the trigger just tends to make the trigger worse because it puts you entirely at the whim of the actions of others. Someone tells a joke, you suffer. Doesn't seem ideal, does it? Why should you suffer emotionally because someone else made a joke you didn't like or spoke to you in a way that reminded you of mommy or loved you when you didn't feel worthy of it? There's no reason to suffer when that happens, but sometimes we don't know something is triggering until we experience the trigger. Something bothers us and we don't know why, and then it happens again and again. Slowly, we may be able to figure out where it's coming from, even if we can't fully identify it. That's especially true if you're actively looking for it. Once you know that mommy issues are there, Mommy issues suddenly become a whole lot easier to work out. Every trigger is an opportunity to make yourself a better person. If something I say triggers you, that's your fault, not mine. Sorry, not sorry. Do I feel sorry when I trigger people? No, I don't. Well, mostly no. There is this group of people that I triggered so badly that they became obsessed with me. I didn't expect that. I really didn't, and I do feel sorry for that. One of them had mommy issues, though, and saw me as her mother, and so I can't really help that. But the rest of them, I didn't realize how badly I triggered them until it was too late. On occasion, so yes, on occasion, I do feel sorry. But the vast majority of the time, the answer is no. 
Some people deserve to be triggered. And I think we all need to acknowledge that. And the best way to avoid being one of those people is to learn how not to get triggered in the first place. I do not believe that my triggering you is my fault. I believe that it's your fault for not properly identifying and working out your emotional baggage and instead insisting on blaming someone you probably really don't know for getting hit in the feels. I'm sorry you haven't worked out your baggage, but your baggage is not my responsibility. Instead of being pissed off that you got emotionally outplayed, use it as an opportunity to address the real cause of the trigger in the first place. That way, the next time it happens, you know why it's happening, and that will help you prevent yourself from being triggered. See? No more relying on other people for your emotional state. You're in control of yourself. Isn't that better? Triggering people is an act of service. And being triggered is a blessing that you can use to make yourself a stronger person. If it's going to happen anyway at some point, remember life is like high school, then why not use the act of being triggered to make yourself better? Otherwise, it just seems like wasted energy. If you're triggered by this essay or this podcast, use its wisdom to make yourself stronger next time. This is the art of the trigger, and we're going to talk about how to trigger people. A lot. You're going to learn how to trigger. You'll learn how to avoid getting triggered yourself. It'll be fun. Follow along by subscribing. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the Substack. Tell your friends about it. Let's have some fun, guys. That's all I've got for this time. We'll see you soon.